Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Octave. We are back, episode number five, and we are ready to get into some more conversation about producers. Now, we've been going through a couple of weeks of having a producers list. There's been so many, and you know we want to touch on as many as possible to give you guys a really well-rounded list of top producers, the songs they've made, how they made us feel, and of course, how these producers have either pushed culture forward or have they been holding the game back a little bit? So I'm here with my round table. I got Elise Ann, my sis Kim Fee, and I got my bro in Mills in here. And we are your core crew of the Octave. And we're going to sit down today and talk about Dr. Dre, No ID, Scott Storch, Pharrell Williams, Salam Remy. And of course, you can't have a producer list without the man, Mr. West. Let's jump right into the conversation. I'm going to start with my man in Mills. We're going to talk a little bit about Dr. Dre. Let us know about some of the songs that you're really feeling and, you know, if they push the culture forward or are they holding things back. So what's your top songs from Dr. Dre? The Dot, Still Dre, 2001, um, Nothing But a G Thing, True. and The Real Slim Shady. Mm, classic. Well, the Real Slim Shady, please stand up. <laughs> when that Slim Shady song hit, it hit a little different. We weren't really expecting to get what we got. Nope. We saw this little skinny kid come up and yeah. and then he had the backing of a major producer. Yeah. I think everybody mm-hmm. in the game at some point in time wants to have a beat done by Dre. They want to have that Dre credit. I always say, you know what, Dr. Dre has got to be on somebody's wish list of albums like DJ Premier, like somebody needs a primo yeah. song. There's certain producers that you just need. And Dr. Dre gave Eminem this huge backing and saying, hey, this guy is the real deal. So the real Slim Shady, that's a dope song. Yeah. Um, Kim Fee, how do you feel about Dr. Dre? What songs is on your top? All right. Gin and Juice by Snoop. California Love by Tupac. Uh, Let Me Blow Your Mind by Eve. Mm. And I'll give you another one. Break Your Neck by Busta Rhymes. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, it was also produced. It was also produced by Scott Storage, which okay. we will talk about. Which we'll talk about him, true. Wow. Yo, break <laughs> your neck. Another drop mic moment. That was a drop mic oh, moment right, right there. <laughs> another one. Another one. Another, <laughs> another one. <laughs> you got to keep your eye on Kim Fee, man. She be coming up with some stuff. Okay. Break your, yo, break your neck was... I still love that song. All right. Elise Ann, give me your top yes, Dr. Dre point. All right. My number one would be Lost One by Jay-Z on that Comeback Kingdom Come album. Lost uh, One. Wasn't control. that with Chrisette Michelle on the hook? Yes, it was. I remember that. Yeah. Great track. Out of Control by 50 Cent. Mm. Southside Stand Up. Thank you. And <laughs> uh, I agree with Kim Fee, Let Me Blow Your Mind by EVE, y'all. Nice. All the ladies are in on EVE. So that's a good one there. All right, so mine's, I'll take you guys back a little bit. Obviously, Queens guys, so 50's always going to make my list. In the Club was a classic. That one hit a little different all through, I won't even say through Queens. It hit different all over the place. But Southside specifically. But Southside specifically. <laughs> Southside Queens specifically. What's up, Matthias Avenue? <laughs> Guy Brewer Boulevard. Guy Brewer Boulevard. Merrick. <laughs> Linden. All that. All that. 40 Project. All of that. A classic that is on everybody's wedding dance playlist is Mary J. Blige's 
no hateration, no holleration in this dancery. And that's Family Affair. Family Affair was a dope song. It still makes everybody's list. And I don't care if it's a young child or your old grandmother. When Family Affair comes on, everybody's going to get up and have a little dance or be at the table chair dancing. So Family Affair is a good one. Tupac, uh, California Love. That was a big song for Pop. Big song for Dre. And way back in the day, The Lady of Rage, Afro Puffs. That to me was a classic yeah. joint as well. So, um... Let's go through it. Um, Elise Ann, do you feel like Dr. Dre pushes culture forward? I mean, how can this man not think about the tracks that we dropped? These were major songs. I mean, I threw an album cut, but these were major songs. And then you consider what he was doing with NWA and Beats by Dre and what Beats by Dre did for Apple. He undeniably has pushed the culture forward. Anyone who thinks otherwise is crazy. Absolutely. And that's all I got. Kim Fee, does he push the culture forward? Absolutely. I mean, even in your introduction, you know, you stated that everyone wants to have Dr. Dre working with them, what have you. So definitely he is a producer that everyone wants to work with. And the fact that he found fame with the Gangster Root, NWA, popularized explicit content of NWA and also brought attention to the police brutality that was happening on back then and sad to say right now. Yeah, still uh, happening right now. It's crazy. Mills? When you think about <clears throat> culture, you have to think about, can you mention the culture without mentioning the person? Eminem, Snoop, 50. If you can't mention the culture without mentioning those individuals, you can't mention, well, you have to mention Dr. Dre. Absolutely. He all of those people along. Um, he helped them put together songs, showed them how to also get money out of music. And he pushed the culture forward, as Elise Ann said, with the beats by Dre. So you can't mention hip hop, you can't mention music without mentioning the name Dr. Dre. Absolutely. Very pivotal person. It's crazy to see how, um, you know, he's already a millionaire in his own right. But then when those headphones hit, that was a big thing. I'm rocking a pair of them right now. And then on top of it, when Apple came and bought it, oh my goodness, his pockets got exponentially fatter. So <laughs> he knows how to market himself. Yeah, because Beats by Dre was totally something we didn't know we needed. Yeah. Absolutely. And my goodness, did we need it? How it really changed like tech if we look at it as a whole. Yeah. Brilliant man. All right. So four yeses. We're good on Dr. Dre. Let's talk yeah. about my man, No ID. This is a, a, a producer that I love and I know that my sister Elise Ann loves. So I'm actually going to let her start off on No ID. Okay, so No ID. Um, my number one track is um, I Used to Love Her or I Used to Love Hearing Every Wine by mm. Common. Classic. Uh, classic hip hop. Uh, love that track such an incredibly written song the production was gold it's still gold uh, on your way dr autotune by ho on blueprint three uh smile by g unit and i'm gonna throw in a fourth one 444 by hove once again nice right. Good got my one. little sample in there absolutely kim fee let's get your All no right. ids so, emotionless by drake Nice. The story of OJ by Jay Z. Nope. And my boo, Usher and Alicia Keys. Hey, that was a monster joint when it came out. Big tune. Big, big, big tune. tune. Big tune. My man Mills, let's get your no IDs. I'm so appalled you would even ask me that. <laughs> so appalled, Kanye West. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Pun intended. 100%. Um, Kanye West, Heartless. 
And then uh, Nas Success. Nice. That's my top three. I loved So Appalled. I loved Heartless. Heartless, that whole 808s and Heartbreaks album was, um, it was so different. We weren't expecting it from Kanye. And I know he was going through a lot of emotional time after his mom passed. And that's when that album came out. But that song Heartless was, uh, that was dope. And the one thing I really loved about it was the visuals. His video was pop culture cartoon type style. Mm -hmm. That's what I really liked about it. He did a really good job with um, just the visuals, but the the music, the instrumentation, everything behind it, no idea had his fingers all over it and um, he did a really good job with it. So for me, you guys took a lot of my joints as well. I had Kanye West on there for So Paul. I have Nas on there for Daughters. I thought that was a really dope song when that Love one came that out. Love that song. Yeah. Ugh. Perfect. Um, I had DOA on here as well, and I had Common. I used to love her as well, but I also had Common's Retrospect to Life, which was him and Lauren Hill back in the day. Mm -hmm. And my third choice would have been Jonte Austin's Turn It Up. That was Ooh, like, dirty. Yeah. Pow, pow, pow. No, I love that song. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. So, Jonte Austin. Uh, we're we gonna get to you Johnson. don't worry yeah we definitely gonna get we to you we got him. you in the bag that's for sure <laughs> that's for sure so uh culture forward we all in agreement absolutely. on him yeah absolutely I, you know just considering some of the songs we dropped i used to love it came out in 93 and that song is still fire and ever since then i mean i'm pretty sure he's been around for like 30 32 years but ever since then he's been on major albums mm -hmm. talk about the blueprint albums he was on Nas last album he puts out great beats yeah 444 yeah. monster monster beats so he's definitely pushing the culture for can't speak too much about what he's doing outside of production like how he kind of touched with Dre with beats and stuff like that but musically ab he's absolutely pushing culture forward absolutely and he's also known as the godfather of chicago hip-hop so and you can see that with common and kanye west yeah and the other artists that he is working with and i mean he's working with snow allegra logic we all know say less snow that's allegra. it once you say snow that's <laughs> it you know we love her she's perfect so. kim fee brings up a good point about um logic He'll be another person I'll talk about a little bit later on. If you're not familiar with Logic, his rhyme skills is ridiculous. And to get the cosign from No ID, No ID, if anybody doesn't know already, Kanye West looks up to No ID. Like, No ID is his mm -hmm. mentor. And yeah. we know how good of a producer um, Kanye, that Kanye West and J. Cole. And J. Cole. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so so that, that's volumes in itself. Speaks huge amounts of volumes about um, No ID. Legends making legends. Legends making legends. I like that one. <laughs> there you go. So I think we all got four yeses on No ID. Definitely pushes the culture forward. And if the octave ever gets together and makes an album, we want No ID to produce it for us. All right. So let's move <laughs> on to our, our next joint. Yes. Thank is, you. <laughs> Which is going to be um, my man, Scott Storch. I consider him to be my piano man because his keys are crazy on almost everything that the guy touches. It, it turns to like a number one hit. So I'm going to go to my resident piano man, which is my man Mills. He's nice with the keys. And um, you tell me what you feel about my guy, Scott Storch. Nothing but respect for Scott, the piano man. So here, one, two, three. Don't say nothing to Roots. Mm -hmm. We have Lean Back, of course, Fat Joe in New York. New York classic. City Jump. <laughs> New York classic. I think Fat Joe went diamond with that in the streets. Word. Just an amazing, amazing song. Biggest selling and song that he's had. Like 
True. Biggest. Yep. The biggest. Biggest. <laughs> and then you got um, you got me. Don't ask me which one I like better. All right. Which one you like Why better? Why not? Right? <laughs> which one you like better? Come on. We always come hear French house. Don't come out. Which which one of the queens? See, which I love queen? how the, I love yeah, how the, I love how the two females on the show are like. So, which girl you like better? Pick a side. Pick a side. Pick a side. In a vacuum, <laughs> I, think I will go with Erica. Even though I appreciate the fact that Jill Scott wrote the song, I respect that. You but you're bugging. Right now. <laughs> you can't win here, bro. You can't win. <laughs> Pick a You're just supposed to say, I love them both equally and just move on. <laughs> Can't win here. I will say that because of the fact that Jill wrote the song, and I'm a she huge Jill fan, yeah. that yeah. I, I would probably go with the Jill version. Um, even though, and I don't know, have you guys heard a studio version of Jill or just the live version of Jill? I've had both. Just a live version, and it's good enough for me. Yeah, I've only heard the live. Only the live. If you see, so you guys can't see this, the but I'm version. looking at Kim Fee right now. She's like, "That's good enough for me." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I like the live version. I don't know if I've heard a studio version. You've of, never heard a studio version of Jill? I don't I think, think so. I have. I'm almost positive. When we're done here, we're gonna. I'm gonna search. I'm almost positive I have a studio version. I feel like I'd have more of a, a even way to make a decision if I heard two studio versions, as opposed to like a live version and then a studio version. Because now it's like I'm hard to compare. Positive. Okay. I feel like I have the demo. Okay. Well, I have I to mean, look. I think know, I have it. You probably do. At least Anne has a bunch of stuff in this stash. I'm pretty sure she does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she does. Bez is watching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. All right. So excellent songs there. Mills on Scott Storch. Let's go to um, Elise Ann. Why don't you give me your Scott Storch choice? Well, since Nick want to take you, got me. And pick Erica Badu. I gotta. I have to pick another. Um, so me, myself, and I, fiance, uh, lighters up, little Kim, and a little sneaker, forgotten hit, make it rain, Fat Joe and Lil Wayne, two thousand six. Wow, that long ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm we're in old this with Tara. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I make it right. I make it right. <laughs> that video was so crazy. Like Lil Wayne was sitting on a stack of money. Yeah. As a chair. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that That's, video That too. was right before he took over. With his feet dangling. Yeah, with his feet dangling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big song. I mean, Wayne was in his bag during that time period anyway. So, yeah, yeah that, was, that was a good one. Um, who are we up to? Kim Fee. So, Baby Boy with Beyonce featuring Sean Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Run It, Chris Brown, Drewell Santana. Good one. And Cry Me a River, Justin Timberlake. And a bonus track, Caramel, City High featuring Eve. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> asthma attack on that one. Yeah. That's a... City High, City High. Fee went into yeah. her bag on that one. That's that's yeah, a good pick. We all can go home now. We really couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us this week. <laughs> that See, was, you uh, See you next time on The Octave. He's out here shutting shows down. That's a really, really good pick. All right. So you guys grabbed a lot of them that I had. But I do. I had um, Beyonce's Baby Boy in here. And I had Fat Joe lean back. I also have Chris Brown. Give me that. 
I have um, a Queen's classic because I call this one the Get Back song. This is Ja Rule with his clap back. He had to put that one out when 50 was going at his neck. So <laughs> the clap back song was cool. And yeah. then um, the last one I had to put on here because she's conceited. She got a reason. And that's Remy Ma with her conceited <laughs> joint. So those are my um, my classic Scotch Storch joints. So I get the strange feeling that I kind of already know this. But Mills, why don't you tell me, does Scotch Storch push the culture forward? Or is it kind of holding things back a little bit? Oh, Scott Storch, the piano man. When you think about him, a lot of people talk about culture vultures. He is not one of them. He really appreciates the culture. As y'all said, just who he worked with previously, who he continues to work with. He even reaches out to other producers like Timbo and they get together on projects. He's a genius. He can hear a beat and then automatically he hears the melody and he's able to create a song within five minutes. So not just is he crazy on the keys, just his ear for music is great. Mm. And uh, he's one of those people that's continually pushing the culture forward sonically and also um, in his collaborations creatively. So he's a he's not a culture vulture. He's a culture preserver. Oh, I like that. I like that okay. one. That was a I snap. You got a snap on that one. That yeah. was a culture ball. <laughs> You're gonna see it on an Urban Dictionary tomorrow. Another one. Watch one Complex right take that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elise Ann, how you feel about Scott Storch? I mean, how do I come back after N Mills? He dropped a new term. He did. <laughs> yes, he yeah, is he a, a culture preserver. He's definitely pushing the culture forward. All the songs we listed, they were hits, like undeniable hits. And they just happened to be produced by a man that's white. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's not a culture vulture. He's done incredible things for hip hop. So yes, he's pushing the culture forward. Hip hop and R and B. He's definitely yes, giving some R and B bangers out there bangers yeah. Um, Z. yeah and pop because he, he worked with uh christina aguilera so mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely i forgot about that yes he does so yes i think we got four yeses going here we're good uh, on so you can Storch. pass to the next round we can, yeah we can pass to the next <laughs> round he he makes it he makes he's going straight to hollywood live shows <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so cool dr dre no id scott storch i think these are all classic producers They've been around for a while. Um, they definitely push the culture forward. And uh, we are just um, beneficiaries of the great music that these guys put out. Let's move on to another guy. Ooh, yeah. Shimmying over here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to let Elise and start this one. Are you sure? Because I'm not going to give just three songs, and by the time I'm done, it's not going to be anything. Like <laughs> <laughs> no. I have like I have Come seven on, songs here, and I'm there. I mean, here's what I'm going to tell you to do. I'm going to let you start it off because I know how you feel about Pharrell. So you what we're going to do is we're going to let you start it off, but I'm going to I'm going to ask you to just be to take the, <laughs> out of the seven you got, take your three favorites. Out of the three. Seven. Dang right. it! We can always circle back. We'll circle back. All right. Just give me your three okay. top, and then we'll circle back if they haven't been said. All right. Allure, Jay Z, Black Album, mm. Monster Track. Oh, yes. Okay. Gotcha. Let's just pause gotcha. right there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I had to come out the gate swinging. Okay? I don't. I don't know if anybody knows. Well, I know Mills knows, and I know Elise Ann knows, but Kim P, if you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
off that black album the one song that I love more than anything else on that album is the song Allure it is it's a masterpiece that song is a first lyrically Jay was in his bag on it and it was the flow that he had it was a different flow because he was trying to catch ride the beat of the song so the flow was different the lyrical content was unbelievable and the beat the the beat Mm. and the oh my goodness the Mm. production speechless I literally and as much as I like Jay I really could listen to Allure as an instrumental and be totally happy yeah you could have a whole podcast on that one song you really could that one song breaking it down ugh you really could if you haven't heard that because it's a it's a um it's a deep cut yeah yeah, it's a deep cut cut. it's an album cut it's a deep cut on the album but it's probably the best song on the album it really is i think not probably and it's It's towards the the end of the album like Mm -hmm. two or three songs from the end of the album oh man you get to it i'm so happy i said that first i promise you you will stop (laughs) and you'll play that song about five to ten times back to back to back to back minimum minimum (laughs) song is dope super dope all right uh Oh my gosh. Go ahead, Elisa. Finish up. <laughs> uh, come close, common. Nice. And I guess I will end my three with all right, Kendrick Lamar. Mm, okay. Um, I didn't have that on my list, so that's actually pretty good. I love Kendrick. Nice. Um, all right. Carry on. Kim Fee. So he worked with Neptunes, right? Mm hmm. Can I really? Say Neptunes? <laughs> I did. Really? I never would have guessed. <laughs> yes, the if you want to bring up... You talking about the planet? <laughs> no, no, no. But, I mean, can I bring up Grinding? Yeah, you can bring up Neptune's all right. It's all, all for right. well. So that's that's number one for okay. me. That's half, right. half a point. What? Oh. <laughs> nah, you're good. You're good. You're good. And we ain't got nothing for Scott Stewart. Should be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> all right. Um, good kid, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. All right, like Elise Ann said. Mm-hmm. Objects in the Mirror by Mac Miller. Mm. Nice. Nice. Mac it. Miller doesn't get enough, uh, enough shine. Oh. Oh. And he's the a dope. Oh. I, I feel bad he's not here anymore, but he was a dope, dope MC. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm glad you put that one on the list, Kim. That's a good yeah. one. That's a real good one. Um, Mills, what you got? I got one of yours, Allure, number one. <laughs> just put me in a vibe right there. Nice. And that came out You're welcome. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have um, Frontin'. Yes. I, I love that song. And then um, I Know, Jay-Z. That was the Neptunes, too, so that I get a, half a point. That was that's, on my list. That's cool. That's cool, though. That's cool. I like that. That was a good one. Let's see. I have Buster Rhymes, Pastor Cavassier. Mm. Don't this hit make it? Yeah. <laughs> um, I also have I have Jay Z's Allure on here. Uh, I even have Pharrell's Frontin' on here, so I'm going to skip over those two. Um, Daniel Caesar, Frontal Lobe Music, mm. and I knew I, I felt like Elise Ann was going to put that on her list. You know, anything Daniel Caesar is going to go on my list. Yeah, you know this. I know. I know. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Drop It Like It's Hot. Mm. That's a good one. And uh, my last bonus one on here was Gwen Stefani, because I ain't no hollaback girl. Major <laughs> pop track. Major oh, pop track. Man. Major, major pop track. That was a song. That was. That was a good one. That was a real good one. All right. So we got good picks. Um, in fact, before I even go into does this person push the culture forward, which we all know, 
Pharrell pushes the culture forward. But I'm going to let you guys give you I don't even <laughs> want to discuss it because what I'm really going to do is go back to Elise Ann and let her finish out her list because I know she's got more songs. <laughs> really? I'm going to let you go ahead. Oh, man, what I, <laughs> let, go ahead what and, did I leave off? Go ahead and unload the okay. clip. <laughs> Dang it. You don't have to call Usher. Uh, you don't have to call from Usher. That's a good one. Oh, that is All right. Um, Southern Hospitality, Ludacris. Mmm. Yeah, did nice. that. Um, knock yourself out, mm, Jadakiss. Jadakiss. Mm-hmm. Shout out Yonkers. Yeah, and then my last one is not. It's definitely not well known. It's a deep album cut on John Legend's "Love in the Future, Aim High." Totally different from his other works, and I think that's why I liked it so much. When I found out Pharrell produced that track, I was like, oh, mm. "Really?" But "Aim High." Okay. I think, it was, I think it was the second to the last song, "Love in the Future," which is probably his best album. Well, that's um, totally his best album. Yeah, <laughs> we we went through too many emotions. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> another time, yeah, another, time another time, another podcast. We're gonna we're gonna break down albums in in some of these podcasts, and that's one album I do want to break down track for track. But that album is a hundred percent John Legend's best album that he's ever put out. I think I texted you like one o'clock in the morning, like, bro, did you hear Asylum? You like- absolutely <laughs> did. I remember this day. <laughs> Because I remember being like half dead to the world. 100%. That's how family does you. They just wake you up in the middle of the night. So it's all good. Over stupid stuff. Over stupid stuff, yeah. It's all good. So, um, Thank you. Appreciate that. No, you're good. Um, you know what? I will let, I'm going to let Mills round this one out for me. How do you feel about Pharrell and his ability to push culture forward? Or do you feel like he's not, you know, he's holding back a little bit? He's one person that's not holding back at all. You know, you think about the fashion, you think about the bathing apes, all, all of the, uh, the billionaire boys club, all yeah. that people were wearing. Yeah. In the mid to late 2000, you know, the beginning of it was all him. You know, even the, the polos. Yeah. Um, him and Kanye made that very popular, but Pharrell was the one that really pushed it forward and crossed over with it. Yeah. I mean, not just people that look like us were wearing it, but also other cultures were wearing it too. Yeah. And just, he's just a very down to earth person. And his uh, his air for music, as we said with some of the other ones, uh, and just his vision. He's a visionary. He sees things before they're taking place. He's able to even um, with his air for music. He's able to in- put some instruments in there. Some of those those little electronic sounds that we think are weird. <laughs> you might have a keyboard, and you're like, "What sound? What is? What do I use this for? This is a throwaway sound." He's incorporating that in his music, in his actual albums, in their hits. So just. Um, Pharrell is always pushing the culture forward and he's still doing so today. I agree with that. Kim Fee, why don't you give me a little round out on Pharrell? Whatever Enmel said, I concur. <laughs> <laughs> he took it all from us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nothing left. It's nothing left. Um, I, I do um, agree with everything that Mill said. And I kind of forgot about some of the, um, the clothing line things that he had. Mm-hmm. With Bathing Ape, and the Bape sneakers and ice cream, Billionaire Boys Club. Like he had a lot of different things. And even up until now, like he still has the stuff. Human with, made. Uh, the human made, like the Adidas sneakers that come out that says human made on you know on each sneaker. So he's still doing yeah. things out there in the fashion world. These guys really know how to keep their money moving. Outside of just being a super producer, they still know how to make their money move. So excellent. All right, guys. Um <laughs> So our next person that we're going to talk about is um, Salam Remy, and I'm um, I'm actually going to start with Kim Fee on this one 
as much as I know, as at least Anne wants to jump in on this hard body. We're going to start with Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's a queen sting. The queen queen sting. sting. Yeah. And Kim, go ahead and um, drop me some of your favorite Salam Remy joints. All right. So one is Just Friends by Amy Winehouse. Nice. Uh, Nappy Heads remix with Fuji's. Classic. Uh, Come Through and Chill featuring Miguel. Mm. Yes. She that's got a, it. Yeah, that's going right there. That's that's a top one on my list, man. And one last one, I Can by Nas. One for, the, for the kids. For the kids. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Those are good picks. Really, really good picks. Um, Mills. All right. Mr. Remy. All mm-hmm. I want is you, Miguel. Nice. Smart um, man. <laughs> find my love. Uh, Nas, Amy Winehouse. And then uh, Come Through and Chill. That was that was my most recent Remy track that I've really been vibing out to. Yeah. Yeah, that Come Through and yeah. Chill is a dope song. Real dope song. The vibe is just right on that one. Elise Ann. <laughs> okay, so... And on top, Pharrell, I have 12 songs after they were done. I knew it was going to be like this. I knew it. You want to go first? I knew it was going to be hard body. You want to go first? Well, I told Kim to go ahead and go first. Um, no, I think I can. Ahead. I think I, I want can. You to go. I want you to go. All right. So the entire, the entire Mac Wilds New Yorker Love Story album, particularly My Crib, with that Jay-Z, you, me, him, and her slash the moment sample, I can't listen to that song less than 10 times when it drops. Shout out to that Mac Wilds first album. Shout out to Mac Wilds, period. period. Okay? He's so slept on. But that album, that first album was a monster. monster. So New York. Yeah. Okay. How do I continue? Made you look Nas slash in my bed, Amy Winehouse. I'm going to put that all in one because it's the same beat right i'm gonna put that as one i'm a huge luke james fan so make love to me by luke james and cherry wine i'll stop there cherry wine classic nas amy winehouse joint nice nice i'll stop there you'll stop there all right so you left me a little something thank Um, you (laughs) (laughs) so i have um well i'm I'm like kim i'm gonna go back to the fuji so fuji la made my list Mm mm-hmm um, Nas's Made You Look. Um, Amy Winehouse's Tears Dry on Their Own. Ooh. Love that one. Jasmine Sullivan. I bust the window. Mm-hmm. Um, Miguel, one of my favorite Miguel songs. How many How drinks? many drinks? How many drinks? I left that one for you. Thank I you. left that one for you. She already knew. She already knew. <laughs> um, I'm so predictable. Mac Wild. <laughs> I had Mac Wild own it. Um, mm-hmm. um Alicia Keys Girl on Fire. Oh, good. Mm, that's a, that one caught me off guard for you. And I know I have a, like a lot of songs I'm naming right now, but I have one more, which is a really, 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 really throwback. But it's Aini Kamozi. Here comes the hot stepper. Ooh, another one. Talk about a throwback. Throwback, yeah, for real. Put that one on your Thursday. But that <laughs> one there is um, another Salam Remy joint. So those are my. Uh, I don't know what I name like top seven <laughs> songs right there you top me i top you <laughs> what other songs did you have um elise in that you wanted to throw out there because you paused up um the sweetest thing oh. lauren hill leave it smoking to mia he was just on road james new album be mine uh fool for you 
CeeLo. Yeah, good one. Yeah, I think that's it. And then anything he did with like Amy Winehouse. Yeah. 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 That's big stuff. That's big stuff. Good deal. So, um, Kim Fee, let's start with you. How do you feel about Salam Remy and his ability to push the culture forward? Is he doing it? Is he not doing it? He's absolutely doing it. Um, the fact that he's working with Nas, Miguel, Amy Winehouse, Nelly Furtado, Mac Wilds, Jordan Sparks. I mean, he's just so versatile. And also, he he gets in his little reggae vibe. There's this one song, Look Good, and he works with um, Alex from T.O.K. Hi. Um, Mills? Remy, he's another one that's always in rare form. Like Fee said, uh, Miguel, Nas, Amy, just so versatile what he's able to do. And then he brings that little grungy aspect, almost like that little Jay Dilla um, backpack vibe to everything he does. And every genre he's in, he brings that little tinge or that flavor in there and helps that artist to make it their own. So he's always pushing the culture forward. And we need some more work from him coming very, very soon. Absolutely. 100% agree. Elise Ann. I agree with with everybody else was saying how he touched into reggae and dancehall, R&B, hip-hop, rap, soul, pop. You know, an incredible, incredible producer. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves, but um, he definitely is pushing the culture forward. If you can break in all of those genres and work it well, definitely you're pushing the culture forward. So he has my sign-off on that. No doubt. So that's a... Uh... That's four yeses. He makes it to Hollywood. He's going to Hollywood. He's, Hollywood He's going to Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> right, good deal. Hollywood. So, so far, uh, we, we've been hitting home runs on almost everybody here. This has been mm-hmm. good. Dre, No ID, Scott Storch, Pharrell Williams, Salam Remy, all guys who have really pushed the culture forward. And they've really given us just years and years and years of great music. We love all of them for that. So um, to round out our discussion today, I had to save this guy for last. Um He's controversial. Mm-hmm. He's unbelievably talented. He is borderline what most people would call a genius. They always say like some of the most wild, crazy people are geniuses. And this guy yeah. really is um, musically a genius. And maybe even business-wise, because he has more than music that he does. He's got brands out there. Um, in fact, he fights extremely hard to be recognized for his branding, for the clothing that he makes. So um, we're going to talk about my guy from Chi-Town, Mr. Kanye West. And I do believe that my sister, Kim Fee, is a good fan of Mr. Kanye West. So I would like to start with her and let her kind of uh, open up the discussion on that. What's some of your favorite joints from Kanye? Oh, all right spaceship hey it was sampled mm. by marvin gay distant lover so oh and she's dropping sample stuff yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> today's my day today's my day today's <laughs> my day. <laughs> <laughs> nice um what else uh through the wire mm. um classic what's the sample the one- <laughs> through the fire shocker con <laughs> okay sample. there you go i knew it was all the way back there all okay. the way back there yeah classic yeah. shocker con joint Yes, but that, that's one of my good songs. One of my favorite lines. Doctor says, I got blood clots, but I'm not Jamaican man. Hey! <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines. In the <laughs> um, so, and then what else? Hey, Mama. And there's some other stuff, but I'll, I'll let you guys go. 
Okay. Oh, she's gonna be, be nice. she's gonna be sweet to everybody today. She's nicer yeah. than me. At least Dan is like, hold up, let me let me unravel these. Let me go. The, <laughs> let me go last. Let me go last. <laughs> All right, good deal. Those are good, good, good picks, um, Kim. Let's go to in Mills. Now, with Kanye, I tried to pick particular songs. I really couldn't pick specific songs for him because there was a point in time where he was my favorite artist. Mm-hmm. So really, mm-hmm. um. Kanye, his college dropout, the whole album, late mm. registration, the whole album, yeah. graduation, the whole, yeah. the whole album, the whole album, the whole album. Whole album. Whole album. album. <laughs> because I've never heard a series of albums that sounded like that. Yeah, it, it was just amazing. Um, and then we have work that he did for other people, Common the People. Mm-hmm. That's re- it's funny to hear that song now with what's going on. Yeah. And then I'm Common Go. Hmm. Nice. Common made a smash out of Go. Go was a dope song. Yeah. yeah. You ready? Go with it. Okay. Let's see where I'm going to begin. Uh, Selfish, Some Village, which since we're dropping samples, sampled Aretha Franklin, Call Me. Okay. Um, oh. Dark Fantasy, of the intro track off of My Beautiful Dark Sister Fantasy, with Rizza and No ID, so he gets partial credit. True. That was a, one heck of an intro track for one heck of an album. Um, I love this is probably my favorite track that he produced Brown Sugar Fine by Most Def from the Brown Sugar film soundtrack which sampled Invitation by Norman Connors you're you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) the the entire B album especially Faithful which sampled Faithful to the End by DJ Rogers and I have more but I'm gonna I'm gonna stop I'll go after Tig again. <laughs> I'll <right>. stop it. <laughs> She's spinning the block. She's like, I'm gonna spin the block. I'll come right back. <laughs> Everybody's busy right now. Oh wow, you have some good ones. All right, so um, I tried to pick songs that I was hoping that you guys would not pick. So I only picked one song that was from Kanye for Kanye, which was Fade. Mm. E for Fade. Even though there's not a whole lot of lyrical content to it, and not to mention Tiana Taylor really killed the video, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Let's get back on track. Stay focused. Congratulations to her, by the way. She's pregnant. Check I love her, them. Their second child, so that's a big congratulations to Tiana. So yeah, Kanye West is fade. All right, so here we go. Talib Quilly, get by. Mm-hmm. Um, Sample. Oh, don't put me on the spot like that now. Yep. <laughs> I the sample too. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I we'll come back to this. We'll come back to it. <laughs> Twister, overnight oh, celebrity. Oh, oh. Yeah. Ti, no one on the corner got swagger like us. Mm. And um, about that one. one of my other favorites is a Little Wayne song featuring. Um, the classic Mr. Babyface. Comfortable. Don't you get too comfortable. Mm. And my last one on here was Janet Jackson. I want you. Mm. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so those are my um, my joints. And I had one more. I didn't really want to say it because did somebody else mention Beyonce's album already? No. Nobody did. Right, Not so a soul. Beyonce's Party. Party is probably like one of my favorite joints on that particular album. So... I'm shocked. No, that's a great one. But I'm shocked you did not say Talk About Our Love, which is on my list. I forgot. Well, I just you know didn't what? throw it out there. Brandy. 
Grant Dill. Yeah. That's on my list. I'm, I'm going to say that for Titus because I know Titus is going to say that. And you know, it's so stupid because we did just talk about this not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't put it on the list. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. Who else you had but on yeah, your list? Um, it was that one and also Who Gonna Stop Me from Watch the Throne. That mm. was my last one. A good one. <clears throat> All right, y'all. So let's talk about Mr. West. Do we have to? Like, you said it all in the introduction, bro. <laughs> so we just want to give him four yeses straight across the board? Yeah, straight across the board. He wins Everybody. for the culture. A little problematic yeah. sometimes, <laughs> but... A little problematic. A little. We'll push that, him to the next round. So do you think that... <laughs> let me ask this question then. We're giving him four yeses as a person who pushes music culture forward because of his genius when it comes to making songs. Do you feel that he is good for the culture based on the rants, I guess, trying to be in a certain space when it comes to like doing his sneakers and making clothes and you hear a whole lot of like, you know, I'm trying to be Walt Disney and and then he'll start dropping like, you know, 15 names of people you've never heard of that work for Louis Vuitton, Gucci, and Hermes. Like, you, you don't know who these people are. And he's like, you know, Dan and Mario from JaVinci just called me. And it's like, what? And like, I've heard a lot of people say like Kanye always expresses like all of his like rich person problems to us. So do you feel like he still is needed in the culture, in the culture period based on outside of music? I think he is. I mean, he, granted he does have some mental issues that should be addressed if it's not addressed already um but the fact that he is out there and he is talking and he's promoting his businesses it's giving other black men and women an opportunity to see this man for who he is and say you know what i can make it he came from the projects or you know from chicago and look at him now so I think, yes, he is out there and he does bring attention to mental illness also, which is a big stigma within the black community. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. I can get down with that. And even like, we may not like the manner and when his delivery, I think that's also an issue because he comes off yeah. to be very cocky. But when he's name dropping... If a person that's interested in whatever realm, whether it be fashion or music, and you're name dropping, I may just go research that person and try to like get in contact with them for my whatever thing I'm working on and stuff like that. So to an extent, he's definitely that rhetoric that he spits can be necessary and it can be helpful to the culture. So yes, he's definitely pushing the culture for it. Just depends on your palate. I agree. Absolutely. You have to have the right palate to uh, to take it all in. Mills pushing the culture for it, I believe so. On um, the music culture. Like I said, the business culture and being aspirational, inspirational, even though it might not be as tasteful as we like it to be, you know, at times, um, it's still something that's very necessary. Just his body of work, his catalog, um, from a business point of view and musically, um, you can't mention music and you can't mention fashion without mentioning Kanye West. So he's extremely important. Hopefully those issues are addressed, but until then, all we can do is deal with the body of work. Absolutely. <laughs> the body of work is, is to be respected. Absolutely. Definitely um, a body of work that should be respected. I think it's the first time I may have seen someone drop four consistent albums and they've all been like, wow, 
from college dropout to late registration to graduation to dark twisted fantasy like all four albums i wish that they would just retro those albums like jordan's like he ain't gotta make no more yeah. just, <laughs> just keep putting it back out again and just give me like a couple of extra tracks that just didn't make the cut back then as bonus joints and we'd be all right right there but uh but kanye is uh is definitely a guy who pushes culture forward controversial as he may be he is necessary for mm-hmm. music culture all right y'all well this has been a great conversation um we've gotten through pretty much all of our producers list we may come back one more time a little bit later on and um talk about a few more that we haven't really been through uh, we got like people like rick rubin out there like this, this guy is like a monster when it comes to production and production of across so many different genres of music and all these guys in their own right as much as they may have really stuck to the more of the hip-hop side of things but they've done stuff in the pop realm they've all done stuff in the r&b realm um, and even outside of that so you know you have so uh, such a big body of work for each one of these producers and we urge everybody out there if you are not a music nerd and you're just kind of listening in on us um, just to kind of get a little bit of feedback go do some research Go do some research and look into these producers and just look into the songs that you listen to, things that you like, and you'll be surprised who the people are behind some of those songs. Even I was surprised for a lot of songs I looked up and was like, wow, I didn't know this particular person produced that song. And it was out of, in a genre that I felt was maybe out of their you know, comfort zone or out of their league. And now it's quite it's quite well in their league. <laughs> they're, they're killing it out there. Well, y'all, thank you so much for coming back to the table with me. As always, I got my my sisters in here, Elise and Kim Fee, my brother, and Mills. We are the Octave Crew. Everybody have a good one. Catch you next time. Peace. Peace.